Welcome to Service Dog Q&A with Dream Dogs. I'm your host, Victoria Warfel. Today's episode, we're going to talk about what to look for in a service dog trainer. Now, a lot of trainers think that they can train a service dog, but there is a big difference between teaching a dog for a few weeks or even a month or two and knowing what it's really like having a service dog. I mean, heck, owners can train their own service dog, but is this something you should undertake all on your own? First thing we're going to look at is what to look for in professional trainers. If you're going to work with a professional trainer, the first thing you want to do is see some of the dogs that they have trained in the past. Now, you might see this because you met somebody whose dog they had trained, or they have a dog that they're training, or they have one of their own personal dogs, but make sure that you've actually seen dogs that they have trained. And why? Well, some trainers will lie and claim that they've trained dogs they haven't actually trained. And we've seen this before uh, with some different trainers, and not just for service dogs, but for training in general. So make sure that they actually were hands-on training of the dog and make sure they actually have service dog experience that's a big one guys because service dogs aren't pet dogs and you don't train them the same way there's things that you train a pet dog that you don't train a service dog and things that you train a service dog that you don't train a pet dog and uh, a trainer with actual service dog experience is going to be able to help you out with that so you don't start training off on the wrong paw Uh, Now, there are three main aspects to training. There's the high level of obedience, there's the public access, and there's the task training. And your trainer should be familiar with all three aspects of that training. Now, what type of trainer? Because there's a lot of different certifications and different exams and which one's good and which one's bad. Well, you want something more than just an AKC CGC evaluator. That's a very basic level and your trainer needs to be much more than that. For the CGC evaluators, that's always our first step in our trainers. Uh, When we hire them on and we work with them and we recommend them, uh, and that just means two years of working with dogs. Uh, Personally, we are members of the International Association of Canine Professionals, affectionately called IACP. And uh, let's see, Rich has his certified dog trainer. I have mine. I also have certified dog trainer advanced and uh, professional dog training instructor. We both have our certified trick dog instructors. Uh, we both are CGC evaluators, and we both are uh, certified through Sinalia training method for, for that style as well. And I'm sure there's some other ones, but that's what I can think of off the top of my head. <laughs> uh, next is the trainer needs to be flexible and teach in a variety of ways. You want to make sure that if you work and learn better with visually watching, with audibly listening, or with tactile hands-on, that that trainer is going to be able to help you and teach in the way that is going to be most beneficial to you. And good trainers do teach all three ways, the visual, the audible, and the tactile. Now... If you're going to owner train, that is perfectly legal, but there are some caveats to that. So you should have trained dogs in the past to a high level. So it's not just, oh, we had a family pet growing up, or we've always had dogs. You should have trained dogs uh, and received obedience titles. Well, not just received, but earned 
obedience titles on your dogs. Uh, you should have trained up for service dog in the past or worked with an organization that trained up service dogs or perhaps therapy dogs. Maybe you had a dog that you trained up, you went to classes, you loved that. If you've never trained a dog before, because, you know, we work with pet dog owners, we work with service dog owners, therapy dogs, everything. Uh, you know, a lot of dogs come in and the people are stumped. And that's what we're here for, guys. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know how to teach their dog to walk nicely on a leash, um, don't know how to do potty training. And there's nothing wrong with that because without them, we wouldn't have this as our career path and be able to help out and meet and become friends and family with all the people that we work with. Now, if you're going to own or train, you also should be able to do the training. Now, that just sounds a little bit silly, but you know what? Some owner trainers just can't. They just can't do the training. They just can't do it day in and day out. They don't know how. They don't want to, maybe. Uh, and you know what? That's fine. There is nothing wrong with that. And they should have a support network. They should have at least their veterinarian and a trainer that they can bounce ideas off of and go to if they need to. Now, books and videos are a good reference, but you're going to need so much more than that. I've seen some of the books that are out there. I've written some of the books that are out there. Uh, we have two of them out. One of them's on laws, and one of them's how to save 25000 or more on your service dog. And then we have some training books as well, but it's not particularly for service dogs. We do have our online course though, which is how to train your service dog.com. And that is our online course for service dog training. So why wouldn't you want to own or train your dog? What are some things that would stop you from owner training your dog? Well, there are some tasks that you just can't train on your own. Um, for example, some medical alert and responses or nightmare interruptions, you might not be able to train on your own, you know, some mobility stuff. And again, it, it is very helpful to have a second person. Rich and I work together quite often on training these tasks. And as we hand the dog over to the owner, we make sure that they're comfortable with it and if the dog's still at the place where they need a second person, that they have a second person available to them. It can also be frustrating putting together pieces from different trainers. So you go to one place, you go to a second place, you go to a third place. Well, you know, there's an old saying in dog training that the only thing two trainers can agree on is that the third is wrong. And it's true. Uh, so what you learn in the first place isn't what they're going to teach in the second place and sure isn't what they're going to teach in the third place. So it's really nice to be able to work with one trainer throughout the whole process if that avenue is open to you. And for example, our program, uh, which I'm going to talk about in a second, but our program covers everything. It covers everything from puppy training up to the service dog training. So no matter when you get your dog, you know, we can help you out with that. Now, if you decide you want to do something different, like maybe do some agility training, we don't do agility training. <laughs> so you would have to find another trainer for that. Um, and it's better to work from start to finish with the same style so you don't confuse your dog or yourself. Because remember, the only thing they agree on is that the next person's wrong. Uh, you might not have the time or enough knowledge, or maybe you're worried about washing out your dog and failing. 
I've also talked to a lot of service dog owner trainers who, when they get the puppy and they start the training, they can train the dog, you know, and do owner training, owner training with a professional. But by the time the dog's two years old and is working, they realize how much work that is and they know they cannot do it again. Now, I've also talked to plenty of people who know that they will contact me when they get their next dog and we will do this all over again because the program is so excellent and so amazing. But it's a a real worry uh, because if you've worked with one or two dogs, maybe you've even had four service dogs in the past and you've trained up even five dogs and gotten AKC titles on them or they've been therapy dogs in addition to the four service dogs. That's still only nine dogs. I work nine dogs easily in a week. (laughs) So, you know, I've seen a lot more. I've experienced a lot more. And something that might be overwhelming, talking with somebody who knows, you know, how to do it, what to do. There's big relief in that. So those are the three things that you want to look for in a service dog trainer. What to look for, actually. If you're going to own or train, some questions to ask and why you don't want to own or train uh, because they're very legitimate reasons. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Service Dog Q&A with Dream Dogs. Again, I'm Victoria Warfel with Dream Dogs and our website is dreamk9.com. That's D-R-E-A-M, the letter K, the number nine, dot com. And we do have our exclusive service dog training program where we work with owner trainers, helping them get their dog ready to be their service dog. Everything from choosing a candidate to basic, advanced, and off-leash training, public access training, service dog skills, service dog tasks, marker training, evaluations, and more. Our Facebook community is called How to Train Your Service Dog Group, so find us there and join in.